0: 954 589 2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zazlo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident any personal injury slip and fall motorcycle car accident bike anajar and levine accident attorneys 800-747-3 that's 800-747-3733 title sponsors from day number one no before day number one of Zazlo show 2.0 my guys mark anajar glenn levine ellie anajar they believe in me And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Tuesday, the 9th of May. Good to have you aboard. We are a Blue Wire podcast presented, as always, by Anna Jarin Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-3. That's 800-747-3733. We come off of the Miami Heat taking a stranglehold of their Eastern Conference semifinal series over the New York Knicks last night a game that was never in doubt. Miami goes ahead three games to one. That comes one night after the Florida Panthers go up three games to none of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Both teams tomorrow night have a chance to do something historic. Never have the Miami Heat and the Florida Panthers clinched a series on the same night. It's never happened in the history of these two franchises. We all know that's the Panthers' fault. The Heat have clinched many a series. But for the first time in history here, in South Florida sports, tomorrow night, Game 4, FLA Live Arena. Tomorrow night, Game 5, Madison Square Garden in New York. The Panthers and the Heat can clinch their respective playoff series and each advance to the Eastern Conference finals that's what we're talking about so that's what we're doing today on the show we're gonna talk to Randy Moeller, legendary Florida Panthers color analyst you know he's super excited I've told you this before uh, I'm so happy for guys like Randy he cares so much and works so hard about the Panthers so I I'm looking forward to getting him back on the show. We haven't talked to him in a couple months, so Randy will join us later on in the show. But obviously, the main story today is your Miami Heat. Now, first of all, I want to let everybody know, I'm, I'm super humbled and excited, happy, whatever you want to call it, with everyone. By the way, I'm I'm a little, I, I think I'm coming down with a cold. I don't know, I, I maybe I may run down a little bit. But um, I'm coming down with a cold. So I hope you don't hear it too much in my voice. I'm fighting through it. We're all day to day, all right? I'm fighting through it, just like everyone else out there. So I I just want to say thank you to everyone. Maybe we got some new listeners. After yesterday's appearance on the Levitard show, I did the entire show, including the national hours. So the reaction has been fantastic. That always makes me feel good. The fun part about it, you know, <laughs> excuse me. The reality is I I do the show. I do Zazlo show 2.0 here. I'm by myself. I do it on my own every single day. And it's like, it's just me, which is fine. I mean, I I did Zazlo show 7 to 10 PM back in the day on 790 a ticket. I could do a solo show. I did it The last couple of years doing middays on my own when Amber Wilson left, you know, but in those situations, there was at least a producer on the other side of the glass. And I'm not even saying, I'm not even bringing that up as an example of how I was able to bounce things off of someone else and not just talk to myself the whole time. That's not the point that I'm making. The point that I'm making is I'm by myself here. It's just me. I don't go to work with anyone. I'm right here. It's only me. So... On days like yesterday where I get to go in and I'm around other people and having fun while working and doing a doing a sports talk show with someone else, with several other people. It's really fun for me on a day like that yesterday. And, you know, while you guys, the regular Zaslow Show 2.0 listeners, You guys give me great feedback. You hit me up on Twitter, at Zaslo Show. Hit me up on Instagram, where I'm an influencer, at Zazlo J. You guys are great about that. But it's especially satisfying on a day like yesterday, where, once again, I get exposed to a bigger audience, and there's a lot of reaction and a lot of interaction post-show. And I was on live yesterday, which I haven't done live. Well, it's not radio, but I haven't done a live sports talk show in... Eight months, maybe it is. So, I guess the point I'm trying to make is, I do the show on my own. I'm here by myself every day. And I really dig it. But, once in a while, to go in there and be around other people at work, it's a nice thing. So, I appreciate those guys at Metal Lark for having me, of course. I know some people have asked, Zaslo, is this going to be a regular thing? I don't think that's in the cards right now. We'll see, you know, it's not really up to me, but we'll see what happens. I, I, I don't know what the future holds, all right? Just like how you guys are listening to this right now, in the future, you have information I don't have yet. Same thing here. Is something going to happen in the future where maybe I could do more stuff with them? I don't know. Only people who are in the future know about that. I don't know about that yet. So we'll see, all right? I would like something like that, but we'll see. So anyway, just wanted to say that. Wanted to get that out there. Super appreciative of those guys and of everyone's support. I'm really happy that I was able to hang out with them. And uh, yeah, so there you have it. Okay. Anyway, make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that good stuff. However, you're listening to Zaslow Show 2.0. I appreciate you. So yesterday, look, let's be honest here. We talked about this all throughout the Levitard Show. Yesterday went down. Pretty much how we thought it was going to go down. Now, did I think there was a scenario where the Heat were going to blow out the Knicks? Yeah, I was able to see that, just like in Game 3. But that game yesterday was never, ever in doubt. The Heat were up by 8 points the whole game. Anytime the Knicks looked to make a run, like, they would score 2 baskets in a row. The Heat came back with a 3. 3. Or the Heat came back with an offensive rebound and then got to the free throw line. They never allowed the Knicks to get more than a couple baskets in a row. They never allowed that run from New York. The Heat were ahead by eight the entire game. And just like, you know, just like going into game three, going into game four yesterday, there was no part of me that saw any scenario where the Heat were not winning that game yesterday. It was always heat going up 3-1. It was always the heat being, you know, winning games 3 and 4. Now, by the way, 4-0 at home this postseason. 4-0 at home this postseason. And what are we talking about? Uh 3 and 2 on the road, right? That's excellent. They were 2-1 in Milwaukee, right? Yeah. And 1-1 in New York. 4-0 at home, 3-2 on the road. That's is championship basketball right there. And we know, this is not a regular eight seed. So last night, before the game started, I'm on ESPN Radio with Joe and Amber, Amber Wilson, great girl, my former co-host. So I'm on with them right before the game starts at like 7.15. And I told them, you know, first of all, I represent, of course, not worried at all. Heater definitely winning this game. It's bad news for the Knicks. Everybody knows that. And like I said, this game was never in doubt. I was never concerned going into the game. The Heat were up the entire game. Up eight the entire game. But this is not a normal eight seed. This was the overriding point that I made to them. This is not your normal eight seed. It never felt like the game was going to be in doubt. They're better than New York. You know... This is a pretty common thing. This isn't surprising for a Tom Thibodeau team. I'm not saying Thibodeau is not a good coach. He is a good coach. And he manages to get the most out of his guys. But this is a typical Tom Thibodeau team. Overachieving the regular season. And then in the playoffs, you're going to play teams that are better than you every single night. And then it is what it is. This is what it was like With all of his Bulls teams. Remember 2011, Derrick Rose MVP. Bulls best record in the Eastern Conference. Okay, you play super hard. You defend. You're going to win a lot of regular season games. And then you get to the postseason, and it's heat and five. All day. That was the case for all those Bulls teams that Thibodeau coach. Great regular season team. Overachieving the regular season. Win a lot of games when you're playing bad teams throughout 82. Then you get to the postseason, and the Heat are better than you. And that's exactly what's happened here with his Knicks team. The Heat are better than you. And you know what? It doesn't look like a small margin either. It looks like the Heat are better by a lot. The Knicks played two games here. They led twice. Both in the first quarter yesterday, by a point. Spent... An entire weekend here, played two games. They had two leads. Both were yesterday in the first quarter by a single point. Heat and five, baby. No reason to believe otherwise. Is it possible the Knicks extend the series? Totally. But there is no reason to believe that the Heat do not close this thing out tomorrow night in New York. This is serious Heat team. This is a taking care of business kind of heat team. This is a heat team that is the exact opposite of what we saw in the regular season. This is a heat team that takes advantage of opportunities. And just like last round, taking advantage of the opportunity that's right in front of them. So, yesterday going into the game, what did we say? We know Jimmy's going to have a big game, which he did. And by the way, one of my favorite parts about the game yesterday is the Heat were in control of the entire game. And it's not like Jimmy had this dominant effort. Now, what are we talking? 18 of his 27 came in the second half. But it's not like Jimmy took over the game at any point. It was all throughout the game, he is methodically having a big game. He's not flashy. And he didn't have to dominate yesterday. It was just the entire game. The entire game. He's going to be really effective, especially in the second half. So, Jimmy, 27 points and 10 assists. The Heat win that game yesterday by not even having some monster kind of takeover performance from Jimmy Butler. But we knew Jimmy was going to have a huge game. And I told you going into the game as well. Hey, start giving Bam some credit because after the playoffs go on, Bam is getting better and better. Go look at what Bam has done. Since the closeout Game 5 in Milwaukee. Which, by the way, he had that brutal first half against the Bucks, And then in the second half, he was phenomenal. That Game 5 in Milwaukee. Triple-double, first time ever in the postseason for him. 20 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists. He was just 8 of 20 on the floor. But played huge in the second half. Game 1 this series. 16 and 8, he was 7 of 13. Okay. Game 2. 15 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists, 5 of 10. We didn't love that game. He only took 10 shots. No Jimmy. He blamed himself afterward. Okay. Game 3. 17 points, 12 rebounds. Big response. 7 of 14 from the floor. Dinging up the Knicks. Game 4 last night. Better and better. And I told you going into the game. Bam's been good. But I think we're due for a really good Bam game. I called 25 points last night. Bam last night, 23 points, 13 rebounds, 10 of 17 from the floor, a lot of Bam in the first half, a lot of Jimmy in the second half. Bam was great last night. He was, he was aggressive, he was getting at the basket, layups, dunks early on, he was great. So you knew, or at least if you listen to me, you knew Jimmy and Bam were going to be very good yesterday. The formula for the Heat need two more guys. Two more guys to have big games. Now, the guys who had big games in Game 3, Struce and Lowry. Didn't expect Struce to have back-to-back good games. Can't expect Lowry. So, didn't expect either of those two to be huge again for a second game in a row. Well, what happens? Full credit to Kyle Lowry. He's been very, very good. He was very good For a second consecutive game. Now when are we going to see a big performance from Lowry again? Can it be three consecutive games? I wouldn't think so. But I didn't think he'd get you back-to-back good games. So Lowry, last night, 15 points. Five rebounds. Four assists. Four or six from the floor. Two or four from three. And it was Struess again, with 16 points. So those were your two guys. You needed two more guys stepping up. I pegged Love and Robinson As those two guys, here's reality. Robinson was 1-7 of from three. If Robinson can hit a couple more threes, this game's a blowout. He couldn't get anything to go. And Love, Love played a good game. Eight points, five rebounds, knocked down a pair from three. I thought we'd get a double-digit game from Love. Love was good enough last night. But it was Shrews and Lowry who had the huge games. And you look at the heat bench, tremendous. 32 points from... How about this? No Tyler Hero, no Victor Oladipo, still 32 points from the heat bench. And here's the thing. So you don't have Oladipo coming off the bench, but from Hero not being around means, all right, you're taking a bench player, putting him in the starting lineup, you're depleting the bench with Hero being out too. And this heat bench, 32 points in a playoff game, continuing to provide... Come on, son. Between love... Vincent, Robinson, Martin—those are the four guys who didn't give you production offensively in Game Three. So I was looking for two of those guys to give you production in Game Four. But overall, what did I say? Between those four guys, give me eight three-point field goals made, right? And the Heat shot the three very, uh, uh, very well. Good. They were thirteen to thirty-nine. Like it's fine. It's not. It's not good. It's fine. But between those four guys, Love, Vincent. Martin Robinson, gimme four give me eight threes last night. That's what I wanted. We got six. Love gave you two, Vincent gave you one, Robinson gave you one, Martin gave you two. I wanted eight threes from those four guys, you got six. And in a game where, like I said, Jimmy didn't have to take over. He was methodically great. You held this Knicks team at bay where they were never a threat. Never a threat. Before we get back to the Knicks, I want to tell you guys, huge Miami Heat fans are one of our new sponsors here on Zaslow Show 2.0. Water cleanup of Florida. The Greenstein boys were talking over 60 combined years of experience they have when it comes to water restoration. Huge South Florida sports fans. Look, Rain, flood, it's been historic here over the last month. That's a big deal, all right? If you think your home or your business may have been damaged from the flooding recently, Water Cleanup of Florida is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Water Cleanup of Florida knows the impact, the stress that any of these unexpected disasters can cause. Make sure you use a local contractor like Water Cleanup of Florida, not any of these flyby companies from out of state. Flood water. It also produces mold growth within days if it's not taken care of properly. So if you're your neighbor, you're like, oh, you know, we'll just sweep it out and then we'll we'll turn on the fan and it's all good. Nah, water cleanup of Florida, that's not a big deal if you call them and let them take care of it. 954 900 8635 Call or text Water Cleanup of Florida anytime. You could also visit them online, wcufl.com. Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Water Cleanup of Florida, we clean up your schmutz. So the Heat and Panthers can do something historic tomorrow night. You've never had both teams win a series, clinch a series on the same night. Tomorrow night has a chance to be very special, very special. I'm very excited. So last night, great crowd, of course, as you would always expect there. At they're calling it Kaseya Center this week, but I'm just I'm so impressed, man. You watch this game, and I think you guys probably all feel the same way. You watch this game, and you're really confident in this team. It's not an eight; they're not an eight seed. They're not. They're just not. And I'm not talking about like us oh, because they're really a seven seed because they're playing. Forget about it. It's negligible, the difference between a 7 and 8 seed. It's not an 8 seed. And I'm very confident in them being able to close out the game tomorrow. And if they don't close it out tomorrow, I'm even more confident they close out the game Friday night, Game 6 here in Miami. That game was never in doubt. And here's another reality check. series should have been a sweep. Yep. Should have been a sweep. You go ahead and blame Scott Foster if you want. Blame whoever you want. Series should have been a sweep. We lose two points off the shot clock. We lose four points with that bullshit foul, which was before the three-pointer on Bam. Series should have been a sweep. And Jimmy didn't play that game. And don't give me the, oh, well, Randall didn't play game number one. What about this series have you seen that makes you believe this series should not have been a sweep? What about this series makes you believe if Randall played game one, it would have went any different? He'd have better. And it ended exactly how I told you it would last night, with Julius Randle sitting on the end of that Nick bench, with the puss on the face, complaining about the officiating. Exactly the way I told you it would end. Heat in five. That's right. What that's what we're looking at. That's exactly what we're looking at. That's what
1: I'm talking about. That's indeed.com slash blue wire sports and support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast indeed.com slash blue wire sports terms and conditions apply. Need to hire you need indeed.
0: What a great few weeks. I can't even absorb it. I can't even comprehend what an amazing few weeks it's been so good. Like I said, we're going to talk to Randy Moeller coming up. We'll do some Panthers with him real quick. You guys know I love telling you about Sheets and Giggles. Go to SheetsGiggles.com. Use promo code ZASLOW. You get 20% off your first order. Use promo code HEAT, and you're to get 25% upon checkout. Sheets and Giggles You, just like the Zaslow family, can become one of over 100,000 Americans who are now sleeping on sheets and giggles. The bedding, the fitted sheets, I love the comforter. I got a eucalyptus pillow. You need a new mattress? A eucalyptus mattress. We're talking environmentally friendly, sustainably made from the wood of eucalyptus trees. That's right, grown on sustainably managed biodiverse farms. My man Colin cares about the environment. Super huge Miami Heat fan. Super huge South Florida fan, So you know you're spending your money in the right place. And he's helping us sleep. What, what more can you ask for? Sheets and Giggles. You heard them on the Levitard Show. Now they hear them on Zaslow Show 2.0. SheetsGiggles.com. All right. What else we got to get to here today? So the Panthers. This is interesting, right? The Panthers resume tomorrow. Panthers have a chance to sweep that ass. I fully expect that. I think the Maple Leafs are dead team walking. But you may have noticed, the Panthers, according to BetMGM, at plus 375, are now the odds-on favorite to win the Stanley Cup. That's right. Now, I'm not going to ask Randy Moeller about that. I don't want to jinx anything. That's going to make him super uncomfortable. The Panthers, according to BetMGM, at plus 375, are the betting favorite to win the whole damn thing. Now, this struck me as interesting. So what do I do? I reach out to my pal Nick Costos. You better you bet. BetMGM Network. I'm like, hey man, what do you make of this? Panthers are betting favorites. And what he said makes a lot of sense. The Panthers are the betting favorites right now to win the Stanley Cup it's because they're up 3-0. When next round starts, assuming the Panthers get there, when next round starts, they will no longer be the Stanley Cup favorites. Why? Zazzla, how does that make any sense? They're closer to the Stanley Cup, and now they're not going to be Stanley Cup favorites because right now, of all the teams remaining, they have the best chance of getting out of this round. And if you get out of this round and the other teams don't have as good a chance of getting out of this round, you are most likely to win the Stanley Cup out of all the other teams. You look at the Kraken and the Stars. They're 2-1. to You look at the Oilers and uh, who who are they playing? Who are the Oilers playing? That series is 2-1 also. You look at the Hurricanes and the Devils. They're 2-1. Every other series is 2-1. The Oilers are playing the Knights. Every other series is 2-1. Vegas leads Edmonton 2-1. Are they going to get out of that series? I don't know. It's a close series. Hurricanes lead the Devils 2-1. It's a close series. Kraken lead the Stars 2-1. It's a close series. You don't know who's going to get out of those three series. The one that you do know the team is going to win is the Panthers. They're up 3-0. So if you know one team is going to make the conference finals, and the other six teams available, you don't know which team is the favorite to win the whole thing. Which team's the favorite to win the Stanley Cup? The Panthers. So, I thought that was really interesting, the way that he spelled it out for me. So yeah, the Panthers right now are the Stanley Cup favorites, but if they advance, and whoever else advances, Panthers will no longer be the Stanley Cup favorite. Maybe they'll be second, maybe they'll be third, but once we get to the final four... Hey, they may be fourth, but once we get to the Final Four, if the Panthers get there, they will no longer be the favorite to win the Stanley Cup. So that was interesting. I thought that made a lot of sense. All right, let's get Randy Moeller on the show. Well, you know what? Hold on. Let, let me do a little bit of NBA here for you, because last night there was some important stuff that happened, All right. The Warriors took a uh, the war. Lakers, excuse me. Lakers took a three one series lead over the Warriors. Warriors look like dead team walking. Terrible performance in the fourth quarter by the Warriors. They were up by twelve in the third. They led by seven going into the fourth. Lonnie Walker, shout out University of Miami, fifteen points for the game, all in the fourth quarter, and the Lakers take a commanding three one series lead over the Warriors. That series is over. I would have thought that the Warriors championship medal, they've been in this spot before. I would have thought they'd have won last night. Now, could the Warriors defend home court game five, send it back to six in LA? Yeah. There is no way LeBron blows a 3-1 series lead. Lakers probably win game five. There is no way the Lakers blow a 3-1 lead. Warriors are done. We also learned yesterday, Nikola Jokic was fined, not suspended. He was fined $25,000. I saw you had some people on social media who were upset because Matt Ishbia, the owner of the Phoenix Suns, the one who got into the scuffle with him, sent out a tweet yesterday saying, the focus should be on the game. We're having an incredible series. Djokic should not be fined or suspended. Let's just keep moving on and having a great series. That was the right thing to do. Smart move by Ishbia there. I mean, he needs to curb his behavior. But smart move there, and yet people were upset that Jokic was still fined. Ishbia came out and said he shouldn't be fined or suspended. Listen, he doesn't make the rules. That's his opinion. He does not make the rules. So the fine seemed obvious. I think he gets lucky because, by the letter of the law, Jokic probably should have been suspended. I'm glad they decided against that. Now, Here's something else that came out yesterday. And I, I can't believe this. So before the Laker game yesterday, Chris Haynes, NBA on TNT reporter, here he is talking about how if the Lakers were to win the championship, which by the way, they're nine wins away. Can we settle down? If And, and at this point, it was before the game, they were 10 wins away. Here's Chris Haynes. If the Lakers win the championship, they're going to give everyone who was on their team this year, even all those guys who were traded, and you know this report is only about Russell Westbrook, the Lakers are going to give them all rings.
2: Now, if the Lakers were able to win the whole thing, win the championship... I was told by a high ranking source within the organization that they would extend a championship ring to all players who were on the roster at any point during this season. So that means if the Lakers win the whole thing, Russell Westbrook. Patrick Beverly and others will receive a championship ring. I was told that was a protocol and a system that was put in place by Rob Pelinka when he took over. It's just a way to make sure players understand that they value them, even though they didn't make it from beginning to the end of the season with the Lakers. So a lot of storylines to cover here with the Lakers Warriors. It should be a good series, and that's all I have for you guys.
0: Okay, so first of all, like I said, the fact that this is even being talked about right now, when at that time that report, they're 10 wins away, is so stupid. Also, you know this report, they traded away a lot of guys this year. You know this report is directed at the one and only Russell Westbrook. And number three, the whole idea that you give away, you give a championship ring. To anyone who was on the team at any time of year, even if they were traded away because you needed to get better players to help you win the championship, they literally traded away those guys, Russell Westbrook notably, because they were holding the team back, and the players they get in return are going to help the team win a championship. Getting rid of you, and again... We know this report is specifically about Russell Westbrook. Getting rid of you helped us win a championship. Here's your championship ring is so corny. If you're not on the team, when they win the championship, you're not on the team that won the championship. That's so corny to give rings to players who are not on the team anymore. And I got news for you. There is no way Russell Westbrook wants a championship ring from the Los Angeles Lakers. He's never won a championship before. You think the way he wants to win a ring is the Lakers give him a participation ring when the way that they became a championship club was by getting rid of him? This this rule that the Lakers have is so corny. No one wants your ring when you were traded away. No one. So corny. I'll tell you what's not... By the way, tonight, big NBA night. Philadelphia at Boston Game 5. Phoenix at Denver Game 5. I'll tell you what's not corny. Making sure your home is covered. Alright? If you don't have home insurance right now, what what happens if there's a storm? What happens if you have all kinds of damage? What, What if there's a flood? We've seen what the weather is recently. You need to get insurance and you need to do it yesterday. I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance. Bruntinsurance.com, 954 589 2204. You can't just go do this research on your own. I know what kind of insurance I want. The market's confusing. Call Brunt Insurance at 954-589-2204. Make sure you get exactly the coverage that you need. You tell them what kind of home you have. They're going to ask you a bunch of questions. They're going to make sure you're covered from A to Z. And it doesn't matter where you're calling from here in Florida. Because from Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance is delivering you that comprehensive insurance tailored exactly to your needs. And you know what? Maybe you don't own your home. You rent. You have a condo? Yeah, they're going to get you covered there as well. You need insurance for your boat? You need car insurance. 954-589-2204. Also, you can go to bruntinsurance.com. I've been using Brunt Insurance to get covered for about 10 years now. There's a reason why I renew with them every single year. Again, Brunt Insurance, 954-589-2204. Everybody knows the official beer of Zazlo Show 2.0 is Johnny Cuba, and all guests who join Zaslo Show 2.0 are brought to us by the official beer. Johnny Cuba, a lifestyle brand, European roots with a Caribbean soul. Hey, you're getting ready for that Panther and Heat games tomorrow night. Very big Wednesday night. Make sure you have a refreshing German lager in a can. You can pick up a new six-pack if you've run out. Sedano's, Presidente, Win dixie and of course, don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra, stay Kilo." And joining us here is our pal, Florida Panthers color analyst, Red Deer, Randy Moeller. Randy, I'm I'm so thrilled for you. I'm thrilled for everybody who's been in the organization for, for, you know, as long as you have. I'm so happy for the Panther fans. I mean, yes, they're up 3-0, which is crazy. But when the Panthers, Randy, won game one against Toronto, the Panther fan was in a situation they hadn't been in in 27 years. They had not won a game in the second round. And uh, its I, I'm just so thrilled. You must be so excited also.
3: Yeah, I am. And, and you hit it on the head too, Zaz. I'm more happy for the fans than anyone else. Of course, the organization as well. Um, They've worked hard. Ever since um, the Viola family, Vinny Viola with his partner, Doug Sifu, purchased this franchise there one goal in mind, and that was to build a championship team, but to do it the right way and have patience and don't cut corners and build it through the draft and hire good, uh, solid people, hockey people. And we're starting to see that now. And I'm happy for them. I'm happy for the team. The players have worked extremely hard. A lot of adversity this year, Zaz. You know, and I was on with you a number of times. Oh, boy. Remember sitting there. Uh, January 1st, after a loss on home ice on New Year's Day against the Rangers, Panthers, what, eight or nine points out of a wild card spot in the Eastern Conference. The team was just, it it was inconsistent. Yet, they had that true belief that if they stuck to their guns and they got healthy and the schedule got a little better for them, that towards the end of the year would all come together. And that's what we're seeing right now, that belief in the locker room and belief in, in Paul Maurice's system um you know some of the press conferences and quotes in the in the press by Paul Maurice back in early february and i think a lot of people were going Whoa, wait a second uh, and, but he never just calm stick to your guns here's how we have to play it's a learning process we're going through the curves the ups and downs right now but it will get there and and we're seeing that and and that's that's what it's all about Playoff hockey is so much different than than regular season hockey.
0: You know, I, I'm one of the first people who would tell you, Randy, I was very frustrated during the season, uh, very upset with Paul Maurice. And I, I, I'm the first one here to tell you that no matter what happens, and there's a lot of work left to be done right now, but no matter what happens now, they were right. Like Bill Zito was right. Paul Maurice was right an incredibly ballsy move to trade away Huberto bring in kachuk which has been a grand slam of a trade but to to change the style of play from a team that just won the president's trophy it's an incredibly ballsy move that I don't think a lot of front offices a lot of organizations would have been willing to take the risk and they took the risk it was not going well in the regular season it was going poorly but now it got to the place that they've been saying the whole time that all of this we're going through right now is going to benefit when we get to the money time of the season and that's the playoffs. they were all right
3: yeah and and you know for for your 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 fans that are listening and watching uh, let's go back you know th- there's been so many teams in the NHL that have that have won the Stanley Cup that have had to change the dy- dy- dynamics of their team and the way they play. Um, the Chicago Blackhawks figured it out. Uh, you've you've got uh, the St. Louis Blues fit really figured it out. Uh, the Washington Capitals when they won. It's not, and the Tampa Bay Lightning. Run and gun, wide open hockey in the regular season, Go back to last year with the Panthers, won the President's Trophy. They scored more goals in the NHL in a season over the last 30 years. Second round last year, they go up against the Tampa Bay Lightning. There's no room on the ice. It's more physical, more battles in the trenches, no wide open hockey, no three on twos, no. And the Panthers failed miserably. They lost four straight and scored three goals. Something had to change. And the Panthers, as you said, it takes a lot of guts, a lot of courage to say the self awareness and go, okay, this is not working. How do we get to that next step? We have to change the way that we play in order to be sustainable in the postseason when it is tougher, it is grittier, it is warfare in the trenches and those fancy plays that everybody loves and you see on the highlights in the regular season a lot of that disappears in the in the playoffs and you have to be willing to sacrifice your offensive stats for the 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 the, the welfare of the team and the success of the team and it's tough it's really tough the first step the panthers did was change the dynamics, and you mentioned, brought in a Matthew Kachuk. Not the fastest player, but I tell you what, he's a gamer. He'll do anything to win. He's aggressive. He gets underneath the skin of the opposition, and that kind of personality has been infectious for the whole team. So now we go into the playoffs this year. After a regular season that was up and down, and that didn't score as many goals. Power play struggled a lot during the season or whatever. But they made it. Now, look at the players and how they're playing and the style that they're playing. They get it. The old system, wheel and deal, run and gun doesn't work. Here's what we're going to have to do. And it's a lot of times, Zaz, and you watched every game. A lot of the games, it's not pretty. The pucks along the boards and who who is able to recapture that puck, protect the puck, um, have support, come out. If there's no play, it's shovel it up the wall or off the glass rather than those risky cross-ice passes that get picked off that cost your team in the playoffs. The Panthers have learned that. And now we're we're seeing how you can win in the playoffs and consistently. It took a long time. But this team has figured it out. And they bought into the system from Paul Maurice and his coaching staff. And now we're seeing the fruits of their labor.
0: Six wins in a row. They're either one goal games in the third period. We trailed in the third period in game six, that incredible 7 5 win. You have overtime wins during that stretch as well. How do you, Randy Moeller, experience the third period of these games? Because for me, I'm watching in the Zaslow Mansion family room, and I'm one bad pass away from projectile vomit in the third period. How do you experience these games? Well, I'll be
3: honest with you—pretty similar. It's been pretty nerve-wracking. Um, it's pretty stressful. You know, we're, we're doing in the second round, and 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 if if everything goes well, we'll be doing it throughout the playoffs. Where Jessica and I and Goldie and and uh, Katie, we do a an hour post game show on Balis for our fans and break down the game, show the highlights, and most importantly, have the interviews and hear from the and the stars and that. So we've had a, a blast doing it, but I can tell you, Zaz, I'm sitting in the studios at Balis and watching these games, and I'm just like you. I'm I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. I'm drained emotionally because. That is playoff hockey. It is close checking. It's low scoring. It's a bounce here. It's a bounce there. And it can be the difference of a game, a series, and a season. And that's what we're seeing right now. Now, let's be honest. The Panthers have gotten some good breaks. They've gotten some good bounces. They've capitalized on small uh, mistakes that the opposition has made. Going back to the Boston series, even in the Toronto series. It's not over yet. Toronto's too uh, talented of a hockey team to not have the possibility of a a comeback and and win even game four uh, tomorrow night. It could happen. But it's how you react and how you make adjustments through the adversity that is happening shift by shift, period by period, game by game. That's where the belief has to come in. And right now, knock on wood, the Panthers have excelled in dealing with adversities and adjustments that have to be made throughout the games. How's the crowd been? Oh, it's amazing. It's unfortunate, though. A lot of fans don't realize, says I, the second round, I'm not in the building. Oh. I'm, I, I, we're watching in the, in you're the even studio. You're doing it in Fort Lauderdale, even for the home games. Yep. And uh, a couple of games, uh, we're, we're having to go because of the Heat and the Marlins. We're, we're having to do a couple of games up in Tampa's uh, studio, Bali's uh, studios up in right, Tampa. Right. But I'm having a blast with it. And, of course, you know me. When the team wins, oh, just roll the highlights and, and uh, you know, the, the
0: positive player interviews and all that. We break you were it. going on and on a couple games ago about the people out there doubting the Panthers. You were uh, giving them a little bit of peace of your mind. Well, it it, it it frustrates me. And I, I did a national,
3: international. I went on a Sirius XM uh, channel 91 uh, interview uh, that is broadcast worldwide.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And, you know, they, they're asking me, Randy, the atmosphere of that game, game number three in Florida, probably hasn't ha- happened since 1996 when the Panthers went to the Stanley Cup finals. I said, guys, sorry. They, New Jersey, when they went to seven games a number of years ago, uh, the Washington series last year, yeah. 20,000 people going crazy. The Tampa series, even though the Panthers lost both games on home ice, it was absolutely bananas. This this crowd, and I explained as well, you know, the the, the people, a lot of them, the media and fans up north and especially in Canada, they don't think that this is a hockey market. They think it's a little bit of a niche in that. You've got the Marlins playing. You've got the Heat in a playoff series against the New York Knicks. Oh, yeah. And on the same day, on Sunday, the Panthers had over 20,000 people in their building. Three hours after, 275,000 fans were. We're at the F1 formula race, yeah. 13 miles from the Panthers yeah. arena. You don't think it's a yeah. sports town? This is a sports town. Yeah, now, and, yeah go ahead. Yeah, you, and and so you've got people that, are, that, that will support the Heat sellout. It's playoff. Everybody's into it. The same thing with the Panthers. I just – I get tired, Zaz, the long-winded answer. I get tired of the Panthers organization and hockey in general – and it's a, it's a slap to the face to the fans down here that have invested and have been supportive of this of this franchise the panthers average over 17,000 people a game all season long and 20,000 uh and you can't get a ticket
0: you can't even get a standing room only ticket for oh a- believe me Randy i looked the other day to try and take uh you know my two boys it's an extremely expensive ticket it's incredibly hot right now i mean you it's tough yeah. to get in the building
3: it's nice to see Um, I speak for the fans and I know they get frustrated because they hear all these comments and social media and and all that. This is a hockey town. They support the Florida Panthers. The Panthers and their ownership have treated them very well. They've got a team that they can be very proud of. And um, it's all positive.
0: And the part that bothers me, and I, I actually talked about this yesterday. I was on the Levitard show yesterday and I, I pushed back against Dan about this because, you know, the whole idea where Toronto and even even just the entire Northeast when it comes to sports and hockey in particular, you know, Toronto, are there more Maple Leaf fans up there who've lived their entire life around the Maple Leafs than there are Panther fans? Yeah, of course. But those Maple Leaf fans, those hardcore Leaf fans, they don't care more about the Leafs than the hardcore Panther fan cares about the Panthers. None of those guys up there care more about the Leafs than I care about the Panthers. We're just as good a fan base. There's just a lot more of them.
3: Yeah. Well, and the other thing too is, and I I said something, I've done a couple of different interviews with media outlets up, in, up north. And I said, guys, in Toronto right now, it's 44 degrees and there's nothing going on. There's nothing else. And they've been in the league for a hundred years. It's the and that we yeah, we have it's 85 degrees down here. We have golf courses and beaches and everything else. And oh yeah, we got the heat in the playoffs. We got the F1 formula race that went on, and we have the Panthers. And that just shows uh and kudos to the fans, sports fans down here to support their teams and that. I'm very proud of, of, of that because there's a lot of distractions as as you know down here you can spend your money and your time in so, in so many different areas and that but the show that the support that the panthers and the heat have gotten and and that that that's really really shows what it's like down
0: here tomorrow is a chance to be a really special night for both teams actually for the first time ever in south florida sports history the heat and the panthers can clinch a, a, a second round series on the on the same night So tomorrow can be an historic night for both of the teams. I I can't believe the Panthers are in this position. It's so much fun. I I think it's going to be the best crowd ever tomorrow night at FLA Live Arena. Tell everybody what time you guys are going on. Well, I guess immediately after the game, you guys go on, right? Yeah, uh, the game starts at 7. As soon as the game's over, uh, uh, five minutes after,
3: um, Jessica and I will break it all down, win, lose, or draw. And we have so much fun. And it's a relaxed uh, atmosphere. Goldie's at the rink. Katie's at the rink getting interviews. We break it down. We have we
0: have so much fun. Great job, Randy. Thanks for joining us today. It's so exciting, all of it. Thanks, Daz. Thanks. Always a pleasure being on your show. Thanks again to Randy Moeller for joining us there. I've been watching their post game right there on Bally, like you said. Right when the game ends, you get all the post game reactions. Uh, the, the the dressing room, you get Jessica and Randy. That stinks that sometimes they got to drive to Tampa and do the postgame show there because they don't have the studio space in Fort Lauderdale because you got the heat going on. But anyway, they're giving you great coverage. Tomorrow night's going to be so much fun for both our teams. All right, you guys know what time it is. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. Yes, if you're dealing with water mold or fire damage in your home or your business, is that a big deal? Maybe it's not a big deal. I don't know, but Water Cleanup of Florida, they will tell you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Call or text 954-900-8635. Let Water Cleanup of Florida tell you if it's a big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. First up, so I caught up over the weekend with the latest episode of Ted Lasso. Love Ted Lasso. But here's the thing. They're trying to make me sympathize with Nate again. Now, if you watch the show, you know, Nate was the, he was the trainer and and then assistant coach, and now he's a scumbag, and he left, and now he coaches Rupert's West Ham, and he's a piece of shit, but they're trying to make him sympathetic again, and I'm here to tell you, this is a big deal, because I'm not falling for that rope-a-dope. I will never like Nate again. Stop. Ted Lasso, stop trying to make me like Nate again. That's not a thing. That's a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. I don't know if you saw this grossness during the game last night. Gary Payton III. He appeared to vomit mid-game while on defense. And he kept all the vomit in his mouth. I'm, I'm gagging just telling you about this. He kept, he had a mouthful of vomit. I, I, I might, th- I, I feel like I'm gonna throw up. He had to wait until the whistle to go over to the side and dispo. He's playing defense with a mouthful of vomit. I can't even talk about it anymore. I'm gonna throw up right now. That's a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. Charles Barkley last night after the game. Says the Warriors are done. His best ones.
2: Well, okay. they're cooked. Cooked as, yeah, as, as, as this, in cooked. Yeah, this series is Guaranteed. over. Whether in five or six. so Five or six, it's over. I think the Lakers did a fabulous job of making Clay and Steph work. They're attacking them because they know that's the two guys they got to worry about. They attack them every single time in the half court. They're Because po- the, the, the the Warriors are switching everything. I, I personally thought Clay and Steph got tired. Uh, in the game, because I love the way the Lakers are like. We're not letting those guys go run up and down the court and just shoot. They run a pick and roll every time, and they're trying to guard LeBron. And he's going at Clay. He's going at Steph. And I think when the game was on the line, a guy named Lonnie Walker had his way. Uh, real uh, also uh, uh, Reeves, Reeves. Yep. He's like so. They're doing a fabulous job of attacking Clay and Steph, and their shooting percentage to show that.
0: I'm going big deal. I'm very surprised that the that the, the Warriors are essentially gonna lay down and die like this, but it, it certainly looks like that could be the case. Big deal or not a big deal. The Chicago Blackhawks yesterday. They win the NHL's draft lottery. This is a big deal because the prize this year is this Connor Bedard, who apparently is the next big thing. He is the next can't miss prospect in the National Hockey League. So the Blackhawks, they win the draft lottery last night. That's a big deal. Finally, big deal or not a big deal, Shaq, NBA on TNT, after the Heat game last night. I'm not quite sure that he understands that if the Knicks were to win Game 5 and extend the series back to Miami for Game 6, it doesn't sound like Shaq understands that win or lose... It's only one game in Miami.
4: Oh, because Miami, you, they they may win another game, but if they go back to Miami, bring one set of clothes because it's going <laughs> but to be. Go they it's they, only, one nope. huh? Huh? they they'd only play one game, huh? They only play one game. They don't <No>. play. <laughs> If I, fat <laughs> I said, if I said, if they win, I'm talking about the, the Knicks. If the Knicks win, I know, and they get back They to only Miami. play one, game <laughs> so they evening. only need to bring one set because only one go, he left. They go back, they go to, back, the back to New York. No, but then they go home. So, <laughs> I, no, I'm saying, no, listen, I'm saying, <laughs> no, no, you don't just say, you know, it all. you cut so, yourself. This whole, this so This is why I hate talking to you. Bring one set because your ass staying there, so bring a short set. Why don't you stay there? Because your season over, what you gonna go back? You got to go for. back home? No, you're not gonna go back home and get. <laughs> no, no, no he's no, you know, making up. Hey, let, let me finish. <laughs> no, no, no. To, oh, okay, let's go ahead and finish. Set. We want to hear it. Bring one set and stay your ass in Miami because your season over. <laughs> okay. okay, nice try. Stay at the beach, Sit next to the beach and Kenny. See now you got throw me in it. you long, man. now will no, throw me in it. No, because you over there laughing. I got to If he was right this time. I can't right. Wait, if he's right, I'm gonna lie. What? I don't hmm. listen. I don't mind y'all, laughing, but when y'all make Ernie laugh, <laughs> you heard <laughs> laughing it too. Listen, I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna just start swinging with them. Hey, you know, listen, you bad, bad hip. You gonna run around and chase hey, me? Hey, if you guys go time. back to Miami, pack three suits. Exactly. Right, just right, just bring one, one out because your ass
0: done. We finished, All right, this is a big deal. Shaq clearly, he tried to cover it up. He had no idea it would only be that. It's one, one, one now. The rest of the way. Tried to cover it up, saying the Knicks, they only need to bring one set because they're just going to stay there. The season's over. Why would you only need one set of clothes if you're going to stay there? You're going to win the same thing every day. Shaq, just admit it. Shaq, you got mixed mixed up. I love you. But you got mixed up. That's a big deal. And that right there is another addition. A big deal or not a big deal. You got a leak, fire damage, mold in your home? Find out if that's a big deal or not a big deal. Water cleanup of Florida, 954-900-8635. Yes! Thanks again to Randy Muller for joining us. What a day we got tomorrow. We have a potentially historic day tomorrow in the history of South Florida sports. We're going to wake up tomorrow morning, be ready to go, both the Heat and Panthers, with a chance to clinch their respective series tomorrow night and advance to the Eastern Conference Finals. Hey, thanks to everyone who hung out with us today. Thanks to everyone who put together a great show. Always appreciate your hard work. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. Know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here. At the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedanos, Presidente, Win Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba. Stay tranquilo, because more is always brewing.